It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. The 0-2, that's hit in the air to deep left field. Ward's backing up, feeling for the wall, looking up, going to go! Three-run home run, Xander Bogarts. And the Padres jump on Berea here in the first and take a 3-0 lead. Xander Bogarts got the party started as the Padres win the series opener against the Angels 10-3. A big offensive day for Bogarts and the Padres as the Padres score 10 runs on 12 hits. Angels score 3 runs on 14 hits and the Padres start this series and this homestand on a high note. Padres improved to 39-46 and with the win. Angels dropped to 45-42 and with the defeat. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. We have a lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We'll have all the radio highlights for you, your phone calls, and much, much more to come. But a big day for Xander Bogarts, who had a three-run home run in the first inning, gave the Padres a 3-0 lead. They really never looked back in this game. Double and run scored in the fourth inning. RBI, or I should say uh, an infield single in the sixth inning, reached on a walk in the seventh inning. So Bogarts was a triple shy. The cycle was on all all four times he came to the plate today. A big day for Xander. I caught up with Xander Bogarts on the field right after the game. Xander, let's go back to that at bat in the first inning. He gets ahead of you with two sliders, comes inside with the fastball. You looked ready for it. What was your thought process in that at bat? I was kind of looking for something closer to me. I didn't really want to extend my arms. I mean, I've been doing a lot of those lazy swings lately. Uh, two pitches he threw me, especially the second one was a really good pitch by him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't looking up in him, but I was looking something closer to me, so I just keep my hands closer to myself, my body. So many of you t- have talked about how important the offense will be to this team in the second half. For you personally, what do you want to accomplish offensively in the second half? A lot more games like this, you know. Uh, every day that I show up to the ballpark, I want to challenge myself to be great, and uh, I expect a lot from myself, and uh, I'm where I am for the day of today. I continue to work hard, although we don't see results. It's really tough sometimes, but whenever you can contribute to help the team win, it's always great. Finally, playing behind Blake Snell today, he was really good once again, had to work out of trouble, seemed like every inning. What stood out to you about the way he pitched today? He grinded. 
he grinded, let's put it that way. You know, he uh, obviously he's on an incredible stretch right now. Hopefully he keep that, keep it that way. But tonight wasn't his sharpest night, you know. He'll probably say that the same way. A lot of walks, a lot of balls. Uh, he could probably go seven innings easily, you know. But he grinded, he competed hard. Uh, on a day that he didn't have his best stuff, he threw five shutout innings. He grinded hard for that. Xander, as always, appreciate the time. Thanks so Thank much. You. Thank you. That was Xander Bogarts from down on the field right after the game. A three-hit day for Xander, including that three-run home run in the first inning. You heard Xander talk about Blake Snell there. Wasn't Snell at his sharpest, and he's been so, so good as of late. But Blake Snell really battled his way through five scoreless innings in this game lowers his season era to 303 we'll get into his outing get into what the offense did and much more when we come back we'll hear the radio highlights from this one also hear from padres manager bob melvin much more to come on our post-game coverage from petco park after this on the padres radio network get ready for the greatest roast of all time the roast of tom brady a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I, I love the colorful clothes you wear. And the way the sunlight plays upon her head. We are live here at Petco Park after the Padres win their series opener against the Angels 10-3. The Padres with a big offensive day, a big start from Blake Snell. A lot to tell you about, and we'll continue to do it on our post-game coverage. Sam Levitt with you inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a matter of minutes as well. A lot to tell you about, a lot of highlights to play you. Let's get to it with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Blake Snell dealt with trouble in the first inning. A leadoff double, a one-out walk to Shohei Otani, but Snell got a 5-4-3 double play to get out of the jam. In the bottom half against Jaime Berea, the Padres had runners on first and second with two men away for Xander Bogarts. Here's the 0-2, that's hitting the air to deep left field. Ward's backing up, feeling for the wall, looking up, gonna go! Three-run home run, Xander Bogarts. And the Padres jump on Berea here in the first and take a 3-0 lead. Home run number nine for Xander Bogarts this season. 3-0 Padres led after one. Snell then was met with another jam in the second. A couple of singles put runners at first and third with nobody out. But Snell retired the next three batters to end the inning. This would become a theme in this outing for Blake Snell. In the third, Snell again dealt with two runners on, but he got out of it again. In the fourth inning, you guessed it. Snell put runners on first and second with nobody out. He struck out Chad Wallach and got another inning-ending double play. In the bottom half, Sander Bogarts hit a one-out double to right center. Jake Cronenworth was next. Here's the 2-2. Cronenworth hits it on the ground sharply up the middle. Diving backhand attempt by Escobar. Hits off his glove, rolls into center field, and Bogarts will come in to score. RBI single Jake Cronenworth, and the Padres add on. It's 4 to nothing. 
Angels, though, made some noise. In the fifth inning, the Angels loaded the bases with one out, a single, and two walks against Snell. But again, Snell struck out Hunter Renfro and got Eduardo Escobar to ground into a fielder's choice. The inning was over. At that point, the Angels had left nine on base and were one for 11 with runners in scoring position. That was it for Snell. Five innings, no runs, seven hits, seven strikeouts, and four walks. In the sixth inning, Padres leading 4-0. They went to right-hander Domingo Tapia out of the bullpen. Luis Renjifo hit a leadoff single. Pinch hitter Mike Moustakis singled to put runners on first and third with one out. Taylor Ward was next. Here's the 1-2 to Ward. That's lined the other way over Cronenworth and a fair ball down the line. Renjifo will score. Moustakis going to go first to third. Ward trying for second to throw the tag. He's out. Boy, they keep trying. Angels on the board, but after Fernando Tatis Jr. throws out Taylor Ward at second base, the Halo's going to have a guy at third, two outs. After a year, we call the field's overturned. Anaheim retains the challenge. Safe. Angels were rallying. Bob Melvin went to Tom Cosgrove to face Mike Trout. First pitch, line drive into center field. That'll be a base hit. From third comes Moustakas, he will score. Ward hesitated, he'll advance one station. And Trout and RBI single, his second consecutive hit. And now a 4-2 game in the sixth inning with the left-hand hitting Otani coming up. So things were getting really dicey. Shohei Otani dug in with runners on first and third, one out. Cosgrove struck him out on three pitches. We'll have more on that at bat later. Really impressive by Tom Cosgrove. He then walked Anthony Rendon to load the bases, but... Cosgrove got a fly out from Hunter Renfro to end the inning and keep the Padres ahead at 4-2. But the Padres, to their credit, answered right back against the Angels' bullpen in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Juan Soto walked. Fernando Tatis Jr. singled to put runners on first and third with nobody out. Manny Machado dug in. First pitch on the way. Manny swings. Ground ball. Base it into left field. That'll get a run home. Soto scores easily from third. And the Padres get one right back. 5-2 here in the sixth. Xander Bogarts then collected his third hit of the night with an infield single to load the bases. Angels then went to lefty Tucker Davidson to face Jay Cronenworth. He hit a sack fly to right to tee scored. Padres led it 6-2. The Padres would need those extra runs. Luis Renjifo faced Tim Hill in the top of the seventh. This pitch hit in the air to deep right field. Fernando racing back towards the Petco porch at the wall. This one going to go. Opposite field home run for Renjifo. Angels get one, and now 6-3, Padres in the seventh. Third hit of the night for Luis Ranjifo. Pokes that one the other way, took advantage of the Petco porch. After Hill allowed a two-out single to Mike Moustakis, Nick Martinez retired Taylor Ward to end the inning. Padres answered again, though, in the seventh inning. Trent Grisham walked. Juan Soto walked. Angels went to righty Sam Bachman to face Fernando Tatis Jr. Here's the first pitch of the at-bat, and Fernando lines it into right center field. That's a base hit. Grisham rounding third. He's going to score. Soto's on his way to third. He's going to be waved by Matt Williams. He's on his way. He's going to score. Fernando to third, a two-run triple. Fernando's first triple since August of 2020. I couldn't believe that. He'd never had a triple in 2021. But for Fernando, Xander Bogarts walked. Jake Cronenworth was next. Pidge on the way to Cronenworth, muscled in the air to shallow left field, long run, Ranjifo going back, not going to get there. Drops down for a base hit. Fernando comes in to score, 
And for the third straight time at bat, Jake Cronenworth drives in a run. Now 9-3 pods in the seventh. Padres still led 9-3 in the eighth inning. Fernando, who already had a big day, a two-hit game. How about a three-hit game? Here's Fernando lining one the other way, past Escobar into the gap for a base hit. Grisham will score. Soto's going to go first to third. The throw goes into second base. And now 10-3 Padres in the eighth. Josh Hader, obviously not a safe situation, but he came in in the ninth inning, shut the door, and the Padres get a 10-3 win over the Angels. Final totals again for San Diego, 10 runs, 12 hits, no errors, and for the Angels, 3 runs, 14 hits, and no errors. Padres improved to 39-46 and with the win. Angels dropped to 45-42, and and the Padres start this six-game homestand on a high note with a 10-3 win. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park, and here's some post-game reaction from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, how big was it as things were maybe getting a little tense in the middle that your offense was able to add on? I mean, that's the difference, right? So the tension isn't there all the time like it's been. And guys don't have to work, you know, doubly hard. Our bullpen's a little beat up right now, probably using some guys in some situations that we don't normally do. Cosro's coming in against righties. I mean, so, yeah, that that was big that, you know, we opened it up a little bit and didn't have to grind on every pitch. Speaking of Cosgrove, um, gets Otani. I mean, he just keeps ramping up. I mean, how you're using him. Can you talk about how he's responded? Yeah, and, you know, comes back, and all of a sudden, what is he, three in a row today? I mean, you know, now he's from a guy that we didn't know a ton about, even in spring training, to getting here, kind of sparingly using him, feeling him out a little bit. Now he's an invaluable guy, you know, especially with, um, you know, the way the, the bullpen and, and uh, with Wilson out. So he's an invaluable piece right now. A different kind of impressive by Snell. He wasn't quite dominant, right. but got out of all those mixes. What would you see? Yeah, look, he had two. it felt like he had two base runners on there to start almost every inning, got double play balls, which isn't really his forte. Um, you know, obviously walked a few guys to get there, but again, zeros across the board as far as runs. To follow that road trip with a game like this one, to kind of wash that away, how important was that, and does it does it mean anything? It means that we can not have to think about that anymore. I mean, that was that was miserable, really miserable trip. So, um, yeah, feel good game tonight. We got pretty good pitcher against us tomorrow, so we'll go out there with a little bit more confidence, obviously, than we did if we we would have lost tonight's game. What do you what did you like specifically out of Xander's at bats tonight? Well, pulling the ball with some authority. Um, looked like his balance was a lot better. You know, hits a three-run homer to left and then drives the ball to right center field. That's the things that you're you kind of you used to seeing from Xander using the whole field and, and showing some power. So hopefully this is a big spring, springboard game for him. And then, you know, obviously walks and everything else. Maybe we should ask this pregame, but uh, Soto and then Tatis, what specifically do you like about that? And was tonight maybe a good example of kind of the way? Ten runs. <laughs> Um, just, you know, look, we're trying to do everything we can to just make it a little different. And, you know, for a night it worked. I know 
Tatis has been amazing. Everything I've asked him to do, wherever I hit in the lineup, he's all for it. He's enthusiastic about it, whether it's first, whether it's second, whether it's third. If I hit him fourth, he'd be enthusiastic about that. He's he's pretty remarkable in the fact that he just likes to play baseball and have fun and help his team however he can. To follow up on that, what, what did you expect as far as what he was? Obviously, he's coming back from suspension, so you'd think you know, he'd be willing to do a lot of things, but what did you expect going to spring training? Well, I didn't know him that well. I mean, I knew him a little bit last year or some, um, but I, I think this is really who he is. I don't think at this point in time it has anything to do with coming back from a suspension. He just He's one of those gifted guys that just is kind of born to play the game, loves to play it. He understands that he's also an entertainer, Yet he plays the game, you know, hard every night. It's been it's been really cool. You did have a couple different guys you could have used in the ninth, but you went with Hader. Everybody else is banged up, and I need guys to be able to pitch tomorrow. So you know, Honeywell can give us some a little length tomorrow. Tapia is going to have to pitch again tomorrow. We have a bunch of guys down, so we needed to use Josh, who hadn't pitched in a while, and he'll be able to pitch tomorrow too. So it was just a, just as much about saving some other guys to be able to pitch tomorrow. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park after this 10-3 Padres win over the Angels. You heard the reasoning there for using Josh Hader in the ninth inning in what was a seven-run game, obviously far from a save situation, and Hader just has not pitched a whole lot as of late. June 20th, he made an appearance. June 30th, he made an appearance. Those are his last two appearances before tonight here on July 3rd, and it is a bullpen that has been worked a lot. Like you heard Bob Melvin say, a bullpen that's a little banged up right now, so that is why Josh Hader pitched in the ninth inning. But a lot to talk about uh, before that with the offense and with Blake Snell, with Tom Cosgrove. Uh, Loved what uh, Bob Melvin had to say there about Tom Cosgrove really singing his praises, and he continues to get additional responsibility and really shine in some very big moments. So we'll get into all of it. We're going to take a deep look at the offense when we come back, plus much more to come as we recap this one again. The final Padres 10, Angels 3. Post game show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 10, Angels 3, as the Padres win their series opener against the L.A. Angels. Good win for the Padres here tonight, no doubt about it. A lot to dive into. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. If you want to get involved on our post-game show, phone number is always 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. We'll hear uh, some of the play-by-play calls from around the major leagues from earlier today in just a little while with our full out-of-town scoreboard. Hear a little bit from Juan Soto from earlier 
earlier today, and we'll replay my postgame conversation with Xander Bogarts, who had a big day, the three-run home run to get the scoring started in the first inning. Before we get into all that, and again, if you want to get involved on social media, you can do that as well. Tweeted us. At 97.3, the fan SD or my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram D open, uh, DMs open as well, Sammy Lev there too, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. But before we get into the offense and, and some of the different aspects of this game, both pitching and offensively, an update on Mike Trout, who came out of the game in the eighth inning, in really a, a weird moment, he fouled off a pitch from Nick Martinez and then appeared to injure his left hand or wrist. It was hard to tell what exactly the Angels training staff was looking at. It didn't, the ball didn't hit any part of his wrist. He just took a swing and uh, grimaced afterwards, and he ended up coming out of the game after that swing. This is uh, from Rhett Bollinger, uh, Angels reporter for MLB.com, tweeting about 20 minutes ago, Mike Trout is undergoing testing on his left wrist. Uh, it includes x-rays, but nothing yet. Mike Trout apparently said his wrist still hurts, said he's never had a wrist issue before. This is, again, from Bollinger. Uh, he's trying to stay optimistic, but he seemed concerned, said he's hopeful it's just a sprained wrist. So, uh, that's the update on Mike Trout. It was, again, just a, a weird situation where he took a swing and then all of a sudden appeared to have injured his wrist on a pitch he fouled off. So hopefully for the Angels, Mike Trout's okay. Obviously a very, very important player to the Angels who are in the midst of a wild card race right now in the American League. Let's dive into some of the aspects from this game, and we'll talk about the pitching, what Blake Snell did today in just a second. But we've talked so often about the need, if the Padres are going to turn this thing around, the need for the Stars to play like Stars, for guys like Xander Bogarts to hit with runners in scoring position. Same thing for Manny Machado, and although... Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr. have both been very, very good for a while. They need to be contributors as well. It has to be everybody. Jake Cronenworth in that category, too. Well, you look at what those five guys did. Hassan Kim, leadoff spot, one for five. Hey, leadoff single in the first inning. Got that rally started, and it, it ends up being a three-run inning. So credit to Hassan Kim. But if you go below that, Juan Soto tonight. One for three, three runs scored, two walks, doing what Juan Soto does, getting on base. Fernando Tatis Jr., a big day, three for five, two runs scored, three RBIs, a two-run triple in this game. Manny Machado, two for five, extended the rally in the first inning with a two-out single, a part of the rally in the sixth inning RBI single. Xander Bogarts in this game, three for three, home run, a double, and came around to score in the fourth inning, very, very involved. N.J. Cronenworth, two for three, three RBIs in this game. So, again, you look at that five, Soto, Tatis, Machado, Bogarts, and Cronenworth, all really, really involved in this win. The Padres need performances like that from those five. More often than not, if they are going to win a lot of games in the second half and go where they want to go. So that's point one on the offense. The other thing I really liked from this game offensively, and it's a little bit in the theme of what we talked about Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Cincinnati, was the Padres answering back and adding on, which is something we know they've had trouble with throughout this season but you look at what they did three nothing on the bogarts home run in the first inning becomes four nothing on the cronenworth rbi single in the fourth 
Then the Angels get two runs in the sixth inning to cut it to 4-2, to and we'll get more into that sixth inning, Cosgrove against Otani, all of it. But 4-2 to game uh, in the middle of the sixth inning. Padres immediately in the bottom half of the sixth inning score two and make it a 6-2 to two game. Immediately got the two runs right back. Then in the seventh inning, the home run by Renjifo makes it a 6-3 game. Padres in the bottom half of the seventh inning answer right back, get three runs, and really put the game away. I just really liked, A, how they added on, and B, that they answered right back. Padres have to do that with this lineup. When you have a lead, when they have a lead, and it gets cut in half, that's what you want to see. Answer right back. This lineup should, in theory, with the names here, be capable of doing that on a lot of nights. So that's what I liked offensively and a, a game where you, you really liked what you saw offensively from the Padres. Ten runs on 12 pitch. You can't complain about that. Of course, now the question becomes tomorrow with sometimes what has been a seesaw offense. Can they keep it going tomorrow? Certainly a tough test against Shohei Otani on the mound, but we'll see what happens tomorrow for tonight. You really liked what you saw. Let's get into the pitching side of things, but first let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game here tonight, Blake Snell. Five innings, no runs, seven hits, walked four, struck out seven, 100 pitches, and Snell lowered his season ERA to 3-0-3. He continues to be terrific, and Blake Snell, going back to the start of May, has been one of the best pitchers in baseball, no doubt about it. One National League Pitcher of the Month for June earlier today, extremely well-deserved, and he continues to just be dynamite. Now, this game was a little bit different, and I'll tell you what. Obviously, you'd prefer seven scoreless innings for Blake Snell. He couldn't go that far because of all the base traffic against him throughout the outing. But I thought in a lot of ways, a really impressive start for Blake because he didn't have necessarily his sharpest stuff in this game, but found a way out of it. He had two base runners on at least, at least two on in every inning. He turned two double plays, or I should say induced two double plays. The defense turned it behind him. At the end of the fifth inning, when he came out, the Angels had left nine on base, and they were one for 11 with runners in scoring position when he came out. So the Angels had all kinds of opportunities. They had runners on first and second in the first inning, inning-ending double play, runners at the corners, nobody out in the second, and Blake got out of it, retired the next three. They had uh, runners on first and second in the third. Blake got out of it. They had runners on first and second. Nobody out in the fourth inning. He again got an inning-ending double play. In the fifth inning, bases loaded, gets out of it, strikes out Renfro, gets a ground ball from Escobar, gets out of it. He just found his way out of trouble. And again, great to see Blake on a night where the command wasn't as sharp, four walks, but he got through it and just simply figured it out. Five scoreless innings, and it ended up being good enough here tonight. So for Blake... 
Uh, a nice outing. Was he as sharp as he's been? Did he rack up the strikeouts like he's been doing? He had seven through five innings. It wasn't the 12 or 11 or 10 plus the, that he's had in the last uh, four outings before tonight. But very, very good start for Blake Snell in that sense. The sense of battling out of trouble. And sometimes you have to do that. It was a miserable night for the Angels as far as men left on base. They left 14 on base Ends up being a 10-3 game, so I guess uh, it was kind of out of hand with what the Padres did offensively. But how about that? 14 left on base, and again, nine of them came in the first five innings. They left the bases loaded again in the sixth inning. So actually, 12 of them came in the first six innings of this game, and they went a combined four for 16 with runners in scoring position. But again, they were just one for 11 in the first five innings against Blake Snell. So they had plenty of chances against Blake, but to Blake's credit, he did not let those uh, chances become runs. So Snell goes five scoreless innings, and the Padres get a 10 to 3 win. We'll get into Tom Cosgrove, what he did here tonight when he had to face Shohei Otani in a critical spot in the sixth inning. We'll get into that a little bit later. Continue to talk about the offense. Again, uh, we'll hear from Juan Soto. He'll uh, be an all-star this season. Talk to him uh, inside the clubhouse before today's game. We'll replay my conversation with Xander Bogarts, and we'll continue to break this one down as the Padres win it 10-3 over the Angels to begin this three-game series. And again, if you want to get involved, phone number as always, 833-288-0973. Phone number to call as always, 833-288-0973. If you were here tonight, would love to hear from you. Another tremendous crowd, 45 101 the attendance here tonight the 34th sellout of the season here at petco park in 41 openings another great crowd on this july 4th weekend and here tonight had a lot to cheer about very good game for san diego as they win it 10 to 3 post game show continues when we come back on the padres radio network Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Final score, Padres 10 and the Angels 3 as the Padres win this series opener against the Angels. Padres now 39-46. and 46. Angels drop to 45-42. and 42. Padres still seven games below 500. But, hey, if you're going to get back to 500 and turn this thing around, you got to win one game at a time. And the Padres win this one here today. Big offensive day for a number of different players. We got into what? Uh, the top six in the lineup did today. Big day for Xander Bogarts, who had three hits, including a home run. Fernando Tatis Jr., three hits, three RBIs, including a two-run triple in the seventh inning that really put the game away. And Blake Snell, again, five scoreless innings. He battled in and out of trouble all night long, but uh, picks up the win here tonight, his fifth of the season. If you want to get involved on our postgame coverage, you can do that by calling us, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 
288-0973. We have uh, nightly awards to get to. We'll uh, tell you about our relief pitcher of the game in a moment. You want to stay tuned for that because we're going to break down what Tom Cosgrove did in this game, including a big strikeout uh, against uh, the best player in the world right now, Shohei Otani. So we'll talk about that. Player of the game out of town scoreboard. We'll hear from Juan Soto and Xander Bogarts coming up in just a little bit as well. But I do want to get to your phone calls. So let's go to the phones right now. We go to Monty, who's calling in from Las Vegas. Hi, Monty. Welcome to the Padres post game show with Sam Levitt. How are you? Not bad. Yourself? I'm doing well. Beautiful night here in America's finest city. Yeah, um, yeah, great win. And uh, I just was saying, well, my idea for this season is that even though we're having a rough start, the guys that we have on our team will have we have a good team to compete and get us to the World Series, if not this year, the next year, and the year after that. And that's all. That's all I'm really trying to say is that you know. The pressure is already on for them, even though it's on, you know, getting a lot of pressure from the fans. I think they're mostly getting a lot of pressure trying to do it, you know, for Papa Seidler. (laughs) They're really trying to get him a win, and uh, they're doing their best. And like I said, you know, maybe if it doesn't happen this year, we got to stick with our team, and we got a good team that could compete year in and year out. Monty, appreciate the call and uh, appreciate your positivity. Look, obviously, the the first half of this year has not been what anybody drew up. Um, But look, uh, your point is well taken in in this sense. Uh, When the Padres signed guys like Manny long-term, Bogarts, Fernando, Juan Soto, I mean, the idea was to create a real championship window with a core that would have you competing for championships year after year. Uh, obviously they went to the nlcs last season uh this season's got off to a bit of a disappointing start right uh, not really the start that anybody envisioned but you have time to to turn it around padres it's no secret and we've talked about it night after night they have to play some pretty good baseball here the rest of the way to get this thing uh, turned around not impossible but look uh you're right uh, it's a team that should uh, hypothetically with the names they have with the contracts that have been signed have a, a really good chance year after year for the next while here to, to win a World Series and truly compete for that year after year. That was the idea when uh, when you're spending the kind of money that the Padres are spending, you're bringing in the caliber of player they're bringing in. We'll see how this year turns out. Obviously, they have a lot of work to do right now to get back to 500 and push for the postseason. Again, not impossible by any means, but they have a lot of work to do. they got to play some really good baseball here in the second half of the season. But you're right, even beyond that, 24, 25, yeah, the idea is going to be with this core to, to go win World Series. So uh, your point is, is well taken, Monty. All right, let's go to Mary, who's calling in from Del Mar. Hi, Mary. Hey, Mary. And uh, I just want to say, yes, I was at the game tonight again, and as I will be in Westgate on Friday and Saturday this week, and maybe tomorrow. However, it was refreshing. Actually, let's go back to AJ Keller's conversation with Dana Wood, the boys, I call them the boys, um, on Friday, and that he took responsibility for whatever it was in the clubhouse right now, but we do know that we do have a lot of 
have an all-star caliber team. And I think it shows, and it shows that everyone is doing whatever they can mm-hmm. to make those work, to make that work come through. And I only look forward to seeing more of them. And again, it's only halfway through the season. And for fans that do not play Major League Baseball, I think it's important that people know, even in their 9-to-5 jobs or whatever jobs they have, it takes work. And, mm-hmm. yeah, there are series, there are games to play, and there is money to make. But, it, again, we have the best of the best, and everyone is talking about us. And we have so much to look forward to every time we go to the ballpark. For sure, Mary. For sure, for sure. Yeah, Mary, appreciate the call. For sure, a lot of a lot to look forward to every time uh, uh, you go to the ballpark. Uh, stars to see, no doubt about that. Um, it was a little bit hard to to hear you at times there with uh, with the phone connection, Mary. So I didn't quite pick up everything uh, you said. Uh, it sounded like you were in the car there, so uh, apologize for that. But uh, look, uh, you know, a lot of positivity. First couple of calls here tonight, which is which is absolutely okay. Um, look, Padres had a, a good win here tonight. The offense did everything you want the offense to do. They have a very tough test tomorrow against Shohei Otani, and the key for this ball club moving forward is to take this momentum from one night, bring it into the next night, so on and so on. Look, we, we know this team is capable on certain nights of scoring a lot of runs and doing what they did here tonight. We've seen it before the problem has been there has not been the consistency that leads to a lot of wins in a row or just a lot of winning in general with regularity. So that is what you're looking for right now from this offense, from this team as a whole, and we'll see. Um, you know, Bob Melvin talked about it before the game. It would be great, and it's no secret to anybody. It'd be great to create some momentum, really have a good week here going into the All-Star break and give you some hope that things are are starting to turn. So you certainly hope that's the case, but every game this team plays right now, every series they play is extremely important because as we approach the trade deadline and as we get deeper in July, Padres have to make some moves here in this wild card race and the division race where the gap is, you know, beyond 10 games right now. Every game they play is really important right now. They can create some momentum in this final week of uh, the pre-All-Star break portion of the season. Good start here tonight. We'll see if they can continue it tomorrow. Certainly a tough test with right-hander Shohei Otani on the mound. Right-hander Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres tomorrow as well. Again, phone number 833-288-0973. The number to call if you want to get involved. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight, Tom Hosgrove. And we'll dive into why. Number one, Tom Cosgrove, before we get into what happened in the sixth inning, he continues to be great. I mean, the overall numbers, this is a rookie. 0-9-3 ERA now in 19 appearances, 19 innings in a 30, struck out 18, walked four. And clearly, and even with a bullpen right now, that is a little thin without Steven Wilson, without Robert Suarez obviously in it. Guys have been worked a lot. The bullpen's been throwing a lot of innings lately. But Tom Cosgrove continues to get 
more and more responsibility. And he's being thrown into high-leverage situations. And it's not just because the bullpen's been overworked lately. It's because Tom Cosgrove, at the same time, has been really, really good and has earned it. So let's look at what Cosgrove did in the sixth inning because it was really impressive. He comes in in that sixth inning. To face Mike Trout, at that point, the game is 4-1 to one Padres, one out, runners on second and third. And he replaces Domingo Tapia. He gives up a single to Mike Trout, one run scores in David Fletcher, makes it a 4-2 to two game. Runners go to first and third on that hit by Trout. So at that point, it's Ward on third, Trout on first, and Shohei Otani at the plate. And he struck out Shohei Otani on three pitches, including a nasty slider on the third pitch to get him. So that's extremely impressive. Keep in mind, again, 4-2 games, tying runs on base. Shohei Otani, who is at the moment probably the best power hitter on the planet, leads Major League Baseball in home runs, and he's the best player in baseball right now, obviously with what he's doing on the mound and at the plate, and he struck him out. That's a rookie left-hander that struck out Shohei Otani just really really impressive and then he uh, ends up walking uh, Rendon but gets a fly out from Hunter Renfro with the bases loaded to end the inning escape the jam and keep the Padres ahead four to two and then in the bottom of the sixth inning Padres extend the lead get two runs and it's six to two so that was a big appearance by Tom Cosgrove and again when you're talking about having to face Otani representing the go-ahead run sixth inning with the way Otani's been swinging. Very, very impressive for the rookie lefty. And, yeah, he walked about her. Yeah, he gave up the single to Trout. Run wasn't his. I was charged against Tapia. But you know what? Came in the game against the heart of that lineup and found a way out of it with a two-run lead still. And that game uh, not tied or, or the Angels taking the lead. Because very easily there, Otani has... Uh, all the ability in the world to go deep, give the Angels the lead in that spot. Cosgrove did not let it happen. So, again, I, I just thought very impressive there from uh, Tom Cosgrove, who uh, who uh, continues to do really, really good things. He's our relief pitcher of the game, and I can't wait to uh, talk to Tom Cosgrove about that tomorrow. Hey, not every day you get to strike out Shohei Otani in a big spot like that. That was very impressive by Tom, and he did it on three pitches there was also another note on that slider that Cosgrove threw Shohei Otani and the note was from AJ Cassville Padres beat reporter for MLB.com who does a great job and AJ tweeted this out it's a it's a really good one uh AJ said uh how about 24 inches of horizontal break on this Tom Cosgrove slider to punch out Otani in a big spot uh, A.J. tweeted, Cosgrove escapes further trouble. His 18.5-inch average horizontal slider break is tops in Major League Baseball among pitchers who have thrown at least 100 of them. So he has this really slow slider that has this big-time horizontal break. And on an 0-2 pitch, I mean, he had Otani. I'm looking at the replay right now. He had Otani swinging at a slider that was, it could have been a foot and a half off the plate it was all the way in the right-handed batter's box I mean it was nowhere close and he had Shohei Otani just flailing at it so again I've uh, done a little soliloquy here on Tom Cosgrove but it was impressive what he did in that sixth inning and got out of that frame with the Padres still in front now let's tell you about our player of the game which 
player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit ValleyViewCasino.com today. Here's the 0-2. That's hit in the air to deep left field. Lord's backing up, feeling for the wall, looking up. Gonna go! Three-run home run, Xander Bogarts. And the Padres jump on Berea here in the first and take a 3-0 lead. Xander Bogarts with that two-run, or I should say, excuse me, three-run home run in the first inning, set the tone, got the scoring started. Padres never looked back in this game, had a 4-0 lead, then a 4-2 lead, then a 6-2 lead, a 6-3 lead, and then piled on with three in the seventh and one in the eighth inning to go on and win it 10-3. But Xander Bogarts, the three-run home run early, Double run scored in the fourth inning. Infield single in the sixth. He walked in the seventh inning. So he was on all four times in this game. And a really good day. A very uh, a very impressive day. And hopefully a sign of things to come for Xander Bogarts. He is our player of the game here tonight. And for Xander, three hits tied his season high. He's done that now uh, three times. But the last time was April 15th. Remember, Bogarts got off to such a good start with the Padres over those first few weeks, and then he got hit in the wrist by Spencer Strider, and it really hasn't been the same since then. Um, you know, even though he took a little time off for the wrist, and he's been playing every day, but, you know, obviously it has not been uh, what the first few weeks were. Uh, but again, uh, three hits the first time he did that since April 15th. It was only uh, his second game of the season with two or more extra base hits. The other one came on March 30th when he had two doubles. So this was just his second game of the year with two extra base hits. And again, hopefully a sign of things to come for Xander Bogarts because the Padres really, really need him. And he did tie his season high with three RBIs. So, and he did that June 23rd against Washington as well. So again, player of the game, Xander Bogarts, and hopefully a sign of things to come. Because if you add in that version of Xander that we saw in the first few weeks of the year, and quite frankly, the player this guy's been with the Red Sox for a long time, it would be such a huge boost for this lineup. He's a really, really good, great player, and you hope Xander has a better second half than he did in the first. I caught up with Xander Bogarts right after the game down on the field. Xander, let's go back to that at-bat in the first inning. He gets ahead of you with two sliders, comes inside with the fastball. You looked ready for it. What was your thought process in that at-bat? I was kind of looking for something closer to me. I didn't really want to extend my arms. I mean, I've been doing a lot of those lazy swings lately. Uh, two pitches he threw me, especially the second one was a really good pitch by him. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I wasn't looking up in him, but I was looking something closer to me, so I just keep my hands closer to myself, my body. So many of you t- have talked about how important the offense will be to this team in the second half. For you personally, what do you want to accomplish offensively in the second half? A lot more games like this, you know. Uh, every day that I show up to the ballpark, I want to challenge myself to be great, and uh, I expect a lot from myself. And uh, I guess that's why I'm where I am for the day of today. I continue to work hard. Although you don't see results, uh, it's really tough sometimes, but whenever you can contribute to help the team win, it's always great. Finally, playing behind Blake Snell today, he was really good once again, had to work out of trouble, seemed like every inning. What stood out to you about the way he pitched today? He grinded. He grinded, let's put it that way. You know, he uh, obviously he's on an incredible stretch right now. Hopefully he keep that, keep it that way. 
But tonight wasn't his sharpest night, you know. He'll probably say that the same way. A lot of walks, a lot of balls. Uh, he could probably go seven innings easily, you know. But he grinded, he competed hard. Uh, on a day that he didn't have his best stuff, he threw five shutout innings. He grinded hard for that. Xander, as always, appreciate the time. Thanks so Thank much. You. Thank you. That was Xander Bogarts right after the game. A big day for Xander. Three hits, a three-run home run, and hopefully uh, a sign of things to come for Xander Bogarts here in the second half. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network, come back with the out-of-town scoreboard. We're going to skip that Juan Soto audio. Uh, He talked about the All-Star game uh, meant to him earlier today. We played it on the pregame but uh, we're getting a little bit late here. So if you want to check out that Juan Soto audio, you can check it out on our social media. It's all up there at 97.3TheFanSD on Twitter, 97.3TheFan on Instagram and Facebook. Check out what Juan Soto had to say earlier today. And we, uh, during the pregame tomorrow, maybe even postgame tomorrow, we'll play uh, uh, maybe more of what Juan Soto had to say. Also, uh, uh, we spoke with Josh Hader today as well about uh, his all-star nod. Uh, He'll pitch in his fifth all-star game or, Uh, go to his fifth all-star game uh, uh, for this one in Seattle coming up. So uh, we'll hear more from uh, Soto and Hayter, who will represent the Padres at the all-star game uh, probably a little bit more tomorrow. But again, we're running out of time here a little bit. So we'll we'll save uh, Soto. If you want to go check it out, hear what he had to say about his all-star appearance, uh, go to social media. We'll step aside. Again, the final score, Padres 10, Angels 3. More to come after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 10 and the Angels 3 as the Padres take this series opener against the Angels. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Petco Park is emptied out. The loft is emptied out. It's just me and you on the postgame show as we wrap things up. Padres get a very nice win. Improved to 39 and 46 on the year. Angels drop to 45 and 42 and we'll see if the Padres can keep it rolling tomorrow. Certainly a tough test with Shohei Otani on the mound tomorrow for the Angels. Otani in this game here today 0 for 3. Struck out against Tom Cosgrove in a big spot. Runners on first and third representing the go-ahead run at the plate in the sixth inning. Talked about that. What Cosgrove did and as always if you miss any of our post-game coverage you can listen back to it on the inside san diego baseball podcast available on the odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast we already have our radio highlights up there our recap we have bob melvin's post-game press conference up there as well and shortly after we're done uh, we're done we'll have the uh, full post-game show up there too as always you can catch up listen to any of our post-game coverage on the inside san diego baseball podcast let's take a look now at the out of town scoreboard Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Monday, July 4th weekend. Everything has gone final already 11 p.m. here on the West Coast. I would hope so. We had a wild game today between the Astros and the Rangers. The Rangers trailed that game 10-2. They would storm back to tie it at 10 and take an 11-10 lead in the eighth inning. But 
The Astros tied it at 11 in the top of the ninth inning, and then they took the lead. Here's McCormick. First pitch. And Chaz lines this one toward left center field, and that's down for a base hit, and that's going to head to the gap around third of Brayu. He scores. McCormick in the second with an RBI double, and the Astros lead it 12-11. to Astros would go on to win it by that final 12-11 in Arlington. Crazy game there. Astros win a, a good game, a division game. Those two teams battling right now. Brewers beat the Cubs earlier today, 8-6. to Reds over the Nationals, 3-2. to Joey Votto went deep. The 1-1. This ball's yeah. lifted high into the air. Deep left field. Back it goes, and it is gone. Hello, Joey. Joey Votto, a two-run home run into the Reds' bullpen in deep left center. He goes the other way to stretch the Reds' lead to 3-0. And the Nationals fall in that one, 3-2, to two, to the Cincinnati Reds. That was Tommy Thrall on the call, Reds Radio. Also, Robert Ford on the call, KBME in Houston uh, in that Astros game. Other scores, Marlins beat the Cardinals 5-4 to four in Miami. Yankees over the Orioles 6-3 to three in New York. Harrison Bader, a three-run home run in the Bronx in that one. Braves beat the Guardians 4-2 to two in Cleveland earlier today. Michael Harris, the second hit two home runs in that win for Atlanta. Twins beat the Royals 8-4 in Minnesota. The Mariners beat the Giants 6-5 in San Francisco. Mariners scoring four runs in the ninth inning. They did that against Camilo Doval to come back and win it in San Fran. Dodgers beat the Pirates 5-2 in L.A. Max Muncy hit a home run in that game for the Dodgers. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Monday around the major leagues. Again, the final here, San Diego 10 and the Angels 3 as the Padres take this series opener from the Angels. Let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Here's the first pitch of the at-bat, and Fernando lines it into right center field. That's a base hit. Grisham rounding third. He's going to score. Soto's on his way to third. He's going to be waved by Matt Williams. He's on his way. He's going to score. Fernando to third, a two-run triple. Fernando Tatis Jr., a two-run triple in the seventh inning, his second of three hits in this game. He would finish with three hits, three RBIs. That triple made it an 8-2 Three game and really broke this game open. So that's our play of the game here today. A big day for Fernando, who continues to do terrific things. Arguably should have made the all-star game, didn't make it. But uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. responding with a three-for-five dig and three RBIs, a two-run day, scored two runs, and again had that two-run triple in the seventh inning to make it eight to three. He wasn't done, had an RBI single in the eighth inning to make it ten to three, and that was after a single and a run scored as part of that two-run sixth inning. So a good day for Fernando. Like we said, he had three hits. Manny Machado had two hits in RBI. Xander Bogarts, three hits, including a three-run home run. Jake Cronenworth had a couple of hits and three RBIs in this game. And all in all, a very, very good offensive day for the Padres. And now, of course, the question becomes, can the Padres take that momentum into tomorrow? Very tough test tomorrow with right-hander Shohei Otani on the mound for the Angels. Right-hander Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres. Earlier start time tomorrow on July 4th. 
3.40 p.m. first pitch here at Petco Park. And Orico Water SoCal Padres pregame in at 2.40. So again, pregame at 2.40, first pitch at 3.40 tomorrow for game two of this three-game series. And quite the pitching matchup, Otani against Musgrove. And of course, with Otani, he doesn't only pitch, he'll also be in the batter's box. He leads major leagues, uh, the, le- uh, the major leagues in home runs, and uh, has just been outstanding this season. Certainly worth the price of admission, and we're lucky, honestly, no matter how the game turns out tomorrow, we're lucky to see one of the games here in San Diego where Otani is on the mound, and he also hits. It's uh, it's pretty special what he's doing right now, and we get the full Shohei experience tomorrow. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. For the Padres, 10 runs, 12 hits, no errors, they left on 6. And for the Angels, 3 runs, 14 hits, no errors, they left on 14. Winning pitcher Blake Snell, who improves to 5-7. and seven. Losing pitcher was Jaime Berea, who drops to 2-4. and four. Time of game, 3 hours and 15 minutes. And the crowd here at Petco Park, the 34th sellout already of the season here on July 3rd. The crowd, 45,101. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator tonight, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Petco Park. Again, the final score, the Padres 10 and the Angels 3. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.